Welcome to the Morning Download Podcast, where we bring you all the essential information on personal finance, economics, and markets in just eight minutes a day. Join us as we dive into the world of finance, providing you with the knowledge and insights necessary to make better money decisions. Hey there, investors. Can you believe how brutal September has been for us? Maybe we've just been spoiled so far this year. It seems like all the major indexes just keep falling, adding to our woes. And let's not even get started on the crypto industry. It's been stuck in a rut for a while now. But hey, there's always hope, right? And this weekend's G20 summit might just be the ray of light we've been waiting for. Before we dive into that, though, I want to remind you about our awesome pro newsletter. You can sign up now and get a free 30-day trial to access even more valuable content. This week, we'll be discussing the pros and cons of dividend investing, a topic that can't be overlooked. Plus, we'll be dissecting one of your favorite stocks to give you some deep insights. All right, back to the G20 summit. Why is it so important for all you crypto lovers out there? Well, this is the time when world leaders come together to discuss global economic issues, and cryptocurrency is definitely on the agenda. So keep a close eye on any developments that might come out of this summit. It could have a big impact on our beloved digital currencies. But if you're more interested in making money right now, let's talk about day trading. It's a fast-paced world, and if you know what you're doing, you can rake in some serious cash. Or lose all your money. So, if you're up for the challenge, I've got some tips and tricks up my sleeve for you. What's happening in the economy? In a word, oil. Keep an eye on oil prices because things could get interesting in the near future. According to Goldman Sachs, we might see oil hitting a whopping dollar one hundred seven. That's no small number. So what's the deal, you ask? Well, it seems that Saudi Arabia is playing a major role in all of this. They've decided to reduce oil supply, which could potentially lead to skyrocketing prices. And we're not talking about some distant future here. Goldman Sachs predicts that this could happen by 2024. Now hold on a second. Goldman Sachs also mentions that $107 is not their main prediction. They don't see OPEC plus pushing prices to such extremes, but it's still something worth paying attention to. But guess what? The situation is already a bit grim. Due to the ongoing Ukraine-Russia conflict, oil is already trading at around $1.90, so you can imagine the impact it's having on the market. In other news, Chinese imports and exports continue to decline, which definitely has global implications. Meanwhile, the Pakistan Stock Exchange is getting ready for new initial public offerings (IPOs) after being the top performing stock exchange in July. On the European front, the private loan market is facing some difficulties due to increasing corporate credit stress. And here's a warning from Microsoft: Chinese social media campaigns are apparently impersonating U.S. voters. So there you have it. A lot happening in the economy and news. Stay informed and keep an eye on those oil prices. So there's been quite a dip in Apple's stocks lately. Shares fell over three percent on Thursday, following a four percent decline the day before. What's causing all this? Well, word on the street is that Chinese government workers might be banned from using Apple's iPhones. Ouch! You might remember that just a few months ago, the U.S. government banned TikTok from federal devices. Now it seems like China is giving Apple a taste of its own medicine. China happens to be Apple's third largest market, accounting for 18% of its total revenue last year. So this ban could seriously impact the company, especially with the highly anticipated release of the latest iPhone coming up on September 9th. Experts believe that if the ban on government employees extends to everyone, iPhone sales in China could drop by up to 5%. That's not great news for Apple. But it could also have broader effects, 
as it may be a part of China's larger plan to promote the use of domestic technology. And to top it all off, Apple is already facing fierce competition from local manufacturers in China. It's like adding insult to injury. So it'll be interesting to see how Apple bounces back from this setback and navigates through the challenges in the Chinese market. The International Monetary Fund, IMF, and the Financial Stability Board, FSB, are speaking out against a complete ban on cryptocurrencies. They argue that simply banning cryptocurrency will not effectively eliminate the associated risks. This joint policy roadmap was published on Thursday and is set to be presented to the G20 this weekend. The G20 is a crucial platform for discussing important matters, including a key paper that urges the licensing of crypto services and addresses concerns about money laundering. Global standard setters are making significant efforts to establish global norms for the cryptocurrency industry. All eyes are on the upcoming summit as the industry eagerly anticipates a framework that outlines how various stakeholders, such as crypto exchanges and brokerages, will operate in order to protect retail investors from market volatility. This framework will play a critical role in ensuring investor protection and establishing a safer environment for crypto-related activities. In conclusion, the IMF and FSB believe that a blanket ban on cryptocurrency is not the solution to its risks, and instead favor the introduction of global norms and regulations. The G20 summit presents an important opportunity to address these issues and provide clarity on the future of cryptocurrencies. Day trading, oh boy, it's a risky business. Let's be real here, only about 5% of day traders actually make a profit. But hey, we can't ignore the fact that it can be pretty rewarding. So let's dive into the world of day trading, shall we? Now, what exactly is day trading? According to good old Wikipedia, it's when a trader buys and sells a financial instrument within the same trading day to avoid crazy risks and negative price gaps. Sounds pretty intense, right? But hold your horses, my friend. Day trading isn't for everyone. You gotta know your stuff and have some strategies up your sleeve. Here are a few tips to get you started. First things first. Start with a demo account to get the hang of how day trading works. Trust me, it's better to practice before jumping in. Next up, only invest in assets that you actually know about. Don't go putting your money into something you have zero clue about. That's just asking for trouble. And most importantly, don't risk more money than you can afford to lose. I mean, come on, we don't want you losing your life savings in a day, do we? Now, if you're all set and ready to try your luck at day trading, here are a couple of strategies to consider. Ever heard of market opening gaps? Yeah, those can tell you a lot about where the market is headed. Look for those gaps and use them to make your move. There are even pre-market stock scanning tools to help you out. And what about the end of the day? Things get pretty exciting then. This strategy is perfect for those who are short on time and don't want to spend the whole day in front of a screen. Study the day's price action, speculate how the price could move, and use risk management orders to reduce your risk. Now let's be honest, day trading is a bit like playing the lottery. Luck plays a big role. But hey, if you learn to study those charts and keep up with the latest happenings, you might just have a chance to predict the market. So there you have it, my friend, a little crash course on day trading. Go out there and make that money, but remember to trade wisely and keep your eyes on those charts. I've got a little personal finance quote to share with you today. It's from the one and only Mark Twain, and it goes like this. October. This is one of the peculiarly dangerous months to speculate in stocks. The others are July, January, September, April, November, May, March, June, December, August, and February. Now isn't that an interesting take on the stock market? Mark Twain seems to believe that there are quite a few months that can be risky when it comes to investing. 
According to him, October takes the cake for being particularly dangerous. But hey, let's not forget about all the other months on his list. I mean, who knew that all 12 months could potentially be risky for speculating in stocks? It's important to keep in mind that this quote is a lighthearted way of highlighting the unpredictable nature of the stock market. While it may not be the most scientific assessment, it does remind us that investing in stocks can come with its fair share of risks. So whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out, it's always a good idea to do your research, consult with professionals, and make informed decisions when it comes to your personal finances. Stay safe out there. In this episode, we discussed the slump in indexes and crypto, the potential impact of reduced oil supply, Apple's sales concerns in China, the opposition to a crypto ban by IMF and FSB, day trading tips, and the risky nature of stock speculation throughout the year. Thank you for joining us on The Morning Download, your go-to podcast for personal finance, economics, and market insights in just eight minutes a day, empowering you to make smarter money choices. Remember to subscribe and stay tuned for our next episode.